All right, hold on. <laughs> oh, because I got it timed with the music. Hold on a second. Let's see if this makes any sense. No, I'm just gotta play this. No, I'll start it and then I'll I'll just. Okay. This is the JWN podcast. Welcome to episode number sixty-nine. Normally, it would be a solo show, but the thing I want to talk to everybody about today is so different than what I've normally done before that I have. Actually, episode number 70's guest, uh, Vic Hart. Hello. He's here with us right now. <laughs> and basically, I want to talk about nifties. Okay, let me preface this by saying I have no idea what this is. I was about to leave, and then Joe was like, oh, dude, do you know what nifties are? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I assume he's about to tell me about some sort of like chemtrails, flat earth conspiracy theory. So, Joe, <laughs> what are nifties? All right. So it's interesting because the type of, and which people listening to this now, if you listen to this before you listen to Vic's episode, you'll understand Vic does paintings and he does original, a lot of original artwork, uh, not big into the print scene as far as like you're, you're creating original artwork that you sell to people. So every piece yeah, yeah. of your artwork is unique in the you know the only one of them exists yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. like you're making copies of it and all that stuff it exists it's a watercolor painting or mm-hmm. or, or it's physical acrylic. media it's not a it's not it's not a photoshop painting that someone that makes 100 prints of right now the problem is is there's a whole lot of artists right now that exist entirely in the digital realm yeah all of their artwork is created in uh in something that can be bit for bit reproduced. So if I create something in Procreate on a, an iPad, yeah, somebody could take that file and reproduce it infinitely. So the value of that piece is lost the minute you, you create it. If you're creating it, like it, let's say you hire me to create a painting digitally, like that's it. I, I got my money out of you. Yeah. Or for the most part, for a lot of artists like yourself, if you release it out there and you release it, say, a picture on Instagram, well, someone could just copy that. And, and why would they have to pay for it? They could just get it for free, right? What's yeah. the value and something that has an infinite uh, amount of versions? Um, and, and a lot of artists, um, Patrick Prickett comes to mind. He was on the podcast. He's somebody who's very anti-print because he feels like it devalues the original mm-hmm. value, the value of the original artwork. Right. Yeah. Now I understand prints. Like I will say, I don't, I'm not anti-print. I just don't do it for my work because that's how that's how some artists make their living. Right. Like, right. And it, it and it, it's conducive to the type of art they do. Like if yeah. they're a, you know a hybrid or you know uh, painting with digital stuff, all different reasons why you might want to do it. Mm-hmm. Screen printing exists as a print, and that's a form of art. Yeah. Um. So, what happens is though somebody some brilliant people figured out a way to create digital scarcity based on blockchain technology. Oh, you're uh, okay. You'd rather talk about Bitcoin. Listen to this. <laughs> Joe Travian here. He's got to get me on his Bitcoin. Scam. Now, yeah, this is, this is <laughs> tricky. Cause when you talk about it, like I tried to explain this to my wife the other night and right away, she's like, this sounds like an MLM, like a multi-level marketing thing. This sounds like creepy and whatnot. I'm like, I thought the same thing. Until you understand what it is and what the benefit is of people for artists. So there are these artists that exist, their whole like presence, one of the most popular digital artists right now that exists uh, culturally is this guy, Beeple Crap, B-E-E-P-L-E, 
uh, underscore crap, I think is his, his yeah. Instagram handle. He's yeah, got yeah. millions of followers. His work has been shared by major publications. Um, art you know run the jewels took one of his art pieces that he made with them in it and like shared it you know and they made merch with it and stuff like that like but his whole career exists in this um on this medium that can be replicated so it's like well what's the value in one of his pieces except for if you commission him to buy to make something for you like how's he going to make money and 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 uh you know he lives in a modest house right here in, in in north charleston and uh, he, he, he's a global sensation. Over the last year or so, he's become extremely popular. Well, this is where Nifty's come in and the blockchain technology. So they take a piece of artwork, a digital thing, and it doesn't have to be art. It can be music. It can be a photograph. It can be uh, animation. There's a lot of Nifty's that are anima- animation. And they attach it to a unique, non-fungible token that's what nft stands for, stands for so now you have a print imagine if you had a print that because of its association with it exists as a a a unique token that can't be replicated it becomes an original piece of artwork simply by the fact that it's associated with that token it's like a certificate of authenticity i've i've seen i've actually okay I didn't realize it by the name, but I have seen this. Um, yeah, it's it's blown up recently. It's um, popular in video games. Yeah, it's it basically it's taking the idea of Bitcoin because Bitcoin are finite. Like like you can't make a new Bitcoin. You can only find a hidden Bitcoin. You have to mine it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and have you seen the documentary? Um, oh, it's 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 about Pepe the Frog. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's it's really good. Um, and it 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 explains feels Goodman feels Goodman. That's the name of the documentary. Okay. Um, and it's about the guy who made like the character Pepe, but like as a comic, like not you know not the weird bastardized. Oh, yeah, version not, not now. how it was adopted. Um, and there is a section in that documentary about that where there's these guys who have made the literally digital. <laughs> I felt, I feel so awful saying this digital rare Pepe, like, like they look like trading cards. Yeah, and they have, have attached value to it, and you can't. You can't like replicate it. And so they have these like just stupid, like holographic rainbow colored frog uh-huh. drawings yep. that are worth thousands of dollars. Right, right. And 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 uh it is not just art. Um the NBA has made a lot of uh and I think a lot of this stuff has come to people's uh attention in the last few months. NBA has this thing called Top Shots, where they take a short little video clip of like a slam dunk or a game winning free throw or something like that, like a moment in, in, in NBA history. And it's like a trading card that moves, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a Harry Potter style, you know, like their mm-hmm. newspapers in Harry Potter were like, like alive and moving or the paintings were moving. Oh my God. So that's an animated version of it. But they, they, but it comes down to, like I said, it's not just artwork. These are like trading cards of a moment, yeah. but, but that moment uh, depending on how that was released, whether it was released released as a uh, as a one of a kind, uh, one off thing, or if it was released as a series, so that maybe the only ten of them exist, but each one of them has its own unique token. Yeah. So each one of them is is unique, even though it's the same thing, the same visual visual representation. Each one of those visual representations, there's there's only ten of them that will ever exist. It's like um, or, you know, it's like it has its own address in a way. Where how yes, and how, in, 
you, you know, those, those, those neighborhoods that spring up that where they build, you know, all the houses look exactly, uh-huh. exactly the same, but only one of those is, you know, one, two, three new house way. Right. It's like that where it's like, you know, you have this image and only this image has this specific date. Exactly. That, so it's digital scarcity. Yeah. Which I think even like describing how that technologically works to someone like, I, I, I like, I don't understand like how, like, how do you, how do you stop for someone from replicating code? Well, that's the thing. That's why it exists on, that's where the beauty of this, the way it exists. And this is where people get their eyes glaze over when you try to explain the blockchain. Because, I mean, for the, for the most stripped down version of it, it's a ledger. It's basically uh, this this database that exists that that anybody can download, anybody can host it, anybody can become, you know, they, 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 they can, it, it's, op- it's decentralized. There's yeah. no one entity controlling the blockchain that exists on and like for nfts they exist on the ethereum blockchain uh so basically you can't just mimic it you can't just steal that token you can mimic the art you can copy the art but it would be like if you made a copy of the mona lisa you know what i'm saying like there's only one mona lisa you can make as many copies as you want but that token that's associated with it tells the world that this is the actual Mona Lisa. Which the implications of that for like digital artists aren't saying that. So, so the idea is that someone can commission a digital artist to make a piece of digital work and that can be, that can be replicated. They can be prints made right. of it. Someone could even take a screenshot JPEG of it, uh-huh. but only that they can make us only that original piece of artwork they made. Yeah. That file has like has that information that says, yeah, this is the original. Yeah, that certificate of authenticity, that, that token insane. makes it scarce. So it's a forced scarcity. And it sounds so silly and crazy. Yeah. Um like I just imagine like someone has the file and they try to like control C with their keyboard and their computer just blows up. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> you can you them. can take the the image or the video or the clip or whatever. You could share it, you could do whatever you want with it. Um and and but there's only the 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 entity of it that exists attached to that token is the only one of that thing. It cannot be replicated. And that's what the non-fungible means. Non-fungible means uh, that it, it cannot, like a Bitcoin, one Bitcoin, whatever it's worth, and there's only like 21 or 22 million Bitcoin that exist, but one Bitcoin is identical in value to another Bitcoin at a particular yeah. time. Whereas one NFT, even though it's based on the same kind of technology, is not identical to anything else because no other NFT that exists has the same exact token and the same exact um, artwork or digital property associated with it. Even though you might have two of the same artwork, they have two different tokens. So each one becomes non-fungible. So I know that sounds crazy, but here's, here's the even crazier part of redefining the art trade industry for artists. If you sold, if you create, you, you get on to like, say, Rarible is one of these exchanges, um, rarible.com, and you upload a, a piece of art and you you tokenize it, you, you create it as a, a, a nifty, an NFT. And you put it out there and you, you, can, you can name your own price or you can just say, I'll let people bid. And after a certain period of time, I'll just accept the highest bidder. What, however you decide. Yeah. One of the things you also define is your commission for future sales. 
So when you create the, this tokenized piece of artwork, this nifty, you define, hey, in per perpetuity, every time someone sells it, I get 10%. Yeah. So you sell it to me for 50 bucks worth of Ethereum, right? Yeah. And I take it and I turn around two days later and I sell it for $5,000. Well, in a traditional form of art, if you sold me your, I have a piece of your artwork hanging in my studio. You sold that to me for a specific amount of money. If I turn around and sell it tomorrow for $5,000, guess what you get? You I, get dick. I get, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, the value of your artwork in general goes up because yeah. more people are paying for it, then you can start selling it for more. But you're never seeing that resale market, anything from it. Yeah, no, no. But with a nifty, if I sell your nifty for five, now you're getting 10,000, now you're getting 500 bucks. And then if that person sells it for $5 million, you're getting 10% of that. And so forth and so on, as long as you're able to collect now the money. Now I'm seeing why your wife thought it was a like a weird... Because it sounds like a network <laughs> marketing thing. <laughs> yeah. You get two people to sign up and they get two people to sign up. Like, But what's going on right now, because it's so new and so popular, I brought up Beeple Crap because he just became... I mean, this guy lives in a modest house right around here uh, where we're recording this podcast. And... I feel like and you're trying to find out where this guy is. My wife's a real estate agent. I can find out where anyone lives and how much they own. Like, if I were, like, nefarious, I could find out where he lives. I don't, that's not important. For, for the listeners at home, Joe is, like, he's rubbing his fingers together maniacally yes. as he says that. How can I get people crap on my podcast? It's like, dude, you can walk two blocks and you're here. Just come and show up, please. We'll talk about all of this. Um, no, but – but uh the reason why I bring him up is because he's just like, he's this person who, who who's gaining all this popularity, but like not making any money out of it really, like uh -huh. not but getting compensated. And all of a sudden he gets on nifties, gets on nifties and his artwork sells for million. Like he had a, he had a nifty that sold for $6 million in the last month that it got the attention of traditional art resellers and, and auctioneer house. Oh, I Christie's. Bet they, oh, they, I bet they hate the idea of this. No. The opposite. So Christie's like we go, decided we have, we have to get in on this. They're using this artist, Beeple Crap, as their entry into the world of nifties. So they're taking a piece of his work. It's actually a collection of his work, like almost like a collage of like his 500 last most recent pieces. And they're selling it. They're auctioning it off through one of these nifty gateways. I think it's through nifty gateway that they're doing it. That niftygateway.com is, is one that's, Owned by the Winklevoss twins. <laughs> Gets really crazy. But they're using, I don't know, I, I'm saying that and I don't know for sure if that's who they're using. I, 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 they might be using something else or doing something on their own, but they're using the technology to auction off. So it's going to run for like a month and whatever the highest bidder is at the end of this, that's what it's going to sell for. Um, and, and given his previous experience recently, it could be in the tens of millions of dollars that this piece sells for and then guess what as i said before someone buys it let's say someone buys it for a million dollars and then they turn around two days later and sell it for two million dollars he just keeps raking in the yeah he just keeps making money off of it so it's almost like if if you're a musician getting like mechanical royalties where you get paid on work you did well now this is a way for digital artists to get a, a piece Continue, of the secondary yeah. market so Jeez. so uh, it, what is money? What it, is money does not thank you <laughs> money for asking. does not exist. That is the best best question <laughs> for this conversation. 
What is money? The money right now is us all agreeing that a dollar is worth a dollar. And that if with one dollar, I could maybe buy a can of soda or a pack of gum yeah. or whatever that whatever, you know, that and, dollar and, represents. And that's what a nifty says. It's, it's enough people have gotten together and mm-hmm. said this very unique JPEG or GIF of LeBron doing something. I don't know. Yeah. Is worth $5,000. Right. And it's everyone agreeing that. And then, so so here's where it, where it gets cool or weird. So you have some of these, these uh, exchanges that exist that are, you and I can just upload it, uh, something to it and maybe sell something for whatever the price we feel like selling it. And then you have these other ones like Nifty Gateway where they go out, they have about 100 artists right now that they represent that they sell for. So they go out and find the artists and then they, they work it all out and they do all of the stuff like on the back end to try to make it approachable for people who don't know anything about cryptocurrency, right? But what is that worth to to people is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And what you're finding is uh, you're going to have these, for lack of a better term, I think in the the, uh, financial world, they'll call them whales, people with just tons of money. And they're trying to find a way to store that money, yeah. to store that value so that you're getting this influx of money into this new technology, this new thing because of the digital scarcity of it. And because they say they believe like, hey, if I spend $10,000 on this digital piece of artwork, it will go up over time. Yeah. And so it's a great way to store my money instead of leaving it in the bank, which makes like less than a percent of interest or if I put it in a mutual fund that maybe makes 4% or if I put it in a stock that you don't really have an influence as to what it's going to do. Yeah. It's a gamble with this. It's still a gamble, but you're kind of like believing like because of the scarcity, because it can never be replicated because that token is unique and it can never be replicated that it will, it will hold its value if, and continue to increase in value. So here's the thing. There's a lot of money in this right now. The whole never, one thing I thought when you said never can be replicated, mm-hmm. I guarantee you there are some people that are trying to figure out because you can't, it's the whole world has access to this ledger, to the blockchain. So you would know right away if somebody did something screwed up, you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody were to somehow figure a way to make it fungible. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. The whole thing would crash. See, that's what I'm wondering because it, it's like, because you know, like I, I imagine people have like looked into it because it's you know it's the same thing as yeah, physical art. You know, people make forgeries of that. People make forgeries of money. They go out of their way to like do it as well as possible. So, right, which I know someone who who like some techno dude could probably explain to me. Like, I mean, you could probably explain to me very well like why it can be done. But do you did you watch the movie Tenet? I have not watched it yet okay so i won't go down that road because is it it good i think it's fantastic i'm a christopher nolan fan i like when he gets the heady stuff that that makes you think and and makes you want to watch it over and over again just to kind of fully take in what he what the story is um but there's this idea that's not idea this thing that exists and and it's an an important part of the movie and you know because with this movie location is is a huge part of the storytelling uh it called a free port Do you know what a free port is? No. This is going to blow your mind. So this is something that's existed forever. Like the biggest one I believe is in Geneva. Uh, They have 
it's a it's at a port at 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 a country or a city or whatever. Um, let's say you're bringing in, let's say you purchased the Mona Lisa. We'll just go back to that. Okay. Instead of bringing it into the country and paying the 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 VAT on uh, it, the import tax, you store it at the port. Kind of like when you go to the airport and you have the duty free stuff. It's kind of like that, but it's almost like this this bank vault of priceless, not priceless, but but art and things of great value, cars, things like that. People will leave there instead of bringing it into the country and paying tax on it. They leave it there uh, and store it there so they never have to pay tax on it. It's like this tax loophole thing. Ah, that's so weird because but, but they're just leaving it in this. Yeah storage facility. yeah 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 i think there was a tv show called billions where where one of the storylines was this this guy uh brought um and it was based on uh, on a real thing that happened i guess uh this guy had like these paintings and he was storing them in the freeport but what he did was he had somebody make a perfect replication of it like a forgery of it and he put the forgeries in the Freeport and he kept the originals hanging in his house so he could get away from way with not paying tax. So like whatever the price of, of storing it in the Freeport is a lot less than whatever the tax would be. Yeah. You know, so th- we're talking about whales. We're talking about people with a ton of money yeah. that are storing their money in physical art. Yeah. And so this is kind of like a digital Freeport for a lot of these people of way for them to store money and not really pay the tax on it until they cash out, you know? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of money in it because of that, but there's also a lot of freedom in it for this whole generation that did never existed before the last maybe 20, 30 years of digital artists that that's their medium to a, a way to make stuff of value, like original art pieces that retain value that you can exchange um, and that you can sell and put out there without just giving it away. And you could still give it away too, yeah. but you have a version of it that is original for lack of a better term. I'm about to, I'm, I'm about to look into this when I get I'm telling cause... you, it's such a rabbit hole to go down into and it's exploding right now. Like you're going to see the stories there's pop a, up. There's a bubble. Kinda like... <sighs> I don't know if it's a bubble. I think, I think because of the influence of major properties, the major artists are getting involved now, like major, like, like Greg Mike, who, who's somebody I'm a fan of. He's Atlanta based street painter, uh, street artist, plus does other traditional like art forms and whatnot. Um, he does lo- like the loud mouth things, the blue squares with the teeth. You've probably seen his artwork around. Don't even know it. Probably. But, um, yeah, he just recently got into it and same thing. Like he released some stuff and I watched this. I watched the time release. Like with him, he did it on Nifty Gateway. He released two pieces, and I think they were going for two thousand dollars a piece as a ser- as a limited run. So you had five minutes to buy one of these pieces for two thousand dollars. And however many people bought for two thousand dollars each in that five minutes is how many they minted. So you had like a limp picture, like a limited print release. Yeah. Right. Like an Andy Warhol print print where he just made the prints. There's only a hundred of them that exist ever. So it's kind of like that, but each one is unique because maybe he hand embellished each one. Yeah. So this is kind of like the, the, the NFT, the token made each one individual within minutes after it closed, people were bidding on over $10,000 per piece. 
within minutes. So yeah. he right around right away the turnaround is he there. Was making money on the it. secondary market all of a sudden kicked in the minute the window closed. People were already pushing the value up. It's it's mind blowing. Yeah, it, it it almost sounds like dangerous in a way. Like there's, I think because it's early right now, you're going to see these stories of like these immense, you know, stores of value. Yeah. Uh, what's his art, name? Art, like artificial inflation to it, like intentionally doing this to drive up the price of stuff. Yeah, kind of like a pump and dump type of thing. Yeah. But 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 I it's so it's so much in its infancy now that. I think we're we're just scratching the surface of what it will mean because you're going to have musicians releasing like, um, like imagine like a, an electronic musician releasing a song or or and people have already done this releasing albums song. as as yeah a, a, that are that have become like a, a piece of music becomes a, a uh, an original piece of music that you can own which is something yeah. you really couldn't have done before you get like rare vinyl and some. Things like that, but you didn't get the actual song where that is the original song, you know? I tried like some worker on like OnlyFans releasing like an image set that's just like an NFT or something the, like that. No, no, no. That exists. That, oh. <laughs> There's like, like kind of, I wouldn't say porn. Like, I, I haven't seen like porn, porn, but like naked. Ludes. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, here's a pretty girl naked and that's it's, uploaded it's, as an NFT. Um, yeah. It, it, the sky's the limit. Yeah. So you could, you know, you could get uh, just anything that can be digitized, you can imagine, could be associated as a non-fungible property. So so the sky's the limit as far as that's concerned as a way to store value, as a way the, – the problem now, and this is where, where, where you've got to put the, the period at the end of the sentence, is the technology right now is extremely – extremely carbon unfriendly the cost because uh, as you explained before with bitcoin like you mine it right it's it's code there's a certain fixed amount that can be subdivided as many times as you want with 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 anything on the like with bitcoin um but the cost of the computing power it takes to to decrypt that code or solve the complex mathematical problems that result in a token or a bitcoin however you want to whatever you want to call it the thing that makes it scarce takes up a lot of energy so by mining a token like if you go to upload something to rarible right now depending on the traffic and the amount of cost that it costs they call it gas uh, on the network you might have to pay 10 12 15 sometimes way more just to to make the token you really? pay that up front when you create it. Oh. And then when it sells, you know, you, you, you're hoping that it's going to sell for more than what that gas is. But they also pay a gas fee as well when they buy it. Like they pay kind of almost like a, uh, like, like, uh, like like a mileage cost. <laughs> like, like almost like bandwidth they're paying for maybe. Yeah, they're well, they're paying for the actual, you know, the, the, the cost of, of the processing uh, needed to yeah. make it. So, so right now, oh my God, yeah, and that's because they put it on Ethereum because the Ethereum has uh, supports, and there's other, there's other blockchain technology. I don't want to get too much into this that support this, that mm -hmm. support the ability to create NFTs. Right? Um, they have to, and and it's in the works. I think the last thing I read says it might be 18 months or so before the code is optimized, where like it'll be like almost 100 percent more efficient than it is now. 
to, it will take a lot less energy to, mm -hmm. to create a, an NFT, so to speak. Um, so yeah, there, there is a carbon cost associated with this right now in the way it exists. And because it's blowing up, those costs are going up. So there is that to think about. There's a morality attached to this. Like what's the, what's, is this worth, you know, the equivalent of a year's worth of electricity in your house to, to create this one scarce piece of artwork to make this rare, yeah. rare Pepe literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, 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 that to me, seems to be like the current, like, uh, obstacle in the way of mass adoption because it would become extremely expensive if everybody started getting in on it. Yeah. Which we're seeing like a lot of people as me talking about this right now is maybe introducing someone like you that's never heard of this. And now you're going to look into it and maybe you'll buy something or maybe you'll sell something and, and yeah. just, just to see what it is, just to experience it and to kind of get an idea for it. Um, but I, 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 I like the idea of like that somebody has figured out a way to make it true intrinsic value behind digital. Artwork. Yeah. Because, and they use it in video game, like video game properties are now, like let's say you're playing an open world video game, you can buy an element that is unique and scarce and use it in the video game. Yeah. Like, oh, here's a hat I got as a nifty and I'm the only person who has this hat, you know, or something yeah. like that. So, which to me is always kind of weird. I I used to, when I, watching my son play video, I'm not a gamer. Like I can't play 3D games. I just get virtual motion sickness. So I've been kind of saved <laughs> from that world. My son, on the other hand, plays them all day long. And, and like the idea of buying an outfit for a character in a game to me with, with actual money that people yeah. will pay. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? So there's a whole generation of kids that, that are yeah. willing to put value in this stuff. Sounds like you're, th does your son play Fortnite? That sounds like what you're No, he, he, believe it or not, he's not big into Fortnite. That's good. He plays just about everything else, but Fortnite is one. I don't know why uh, him and his friends decided that they were not going to get into for, that. It's for babies. That's not probably for... why. <laughs> yeah. Him being 17 year old is one of the associated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just paying real life money for just a, a, a literally a, a changing some pixels on a, on a character. Yeah. Yeah. Like paying money for that. But yeah, it makes more sense if it's like, I'm the only one that has this bundle of pixels in this specific way. Right. Man. I, I, I think it's, it's going to be an interesting thing to keep an eye on. Yeah. And if you have the means, maybe, maybe just dabble in it. You know, don't throw any don't throw any money that you can't afford to lose. That's what I would say. Yeah, I might look at it because on like whenever that whole GameStop fiasco happened with the stock, mm -hmm. like my girlfriend, like we looked at like okay, like how much would the stocks cost now? And it was like way too far gone by that point yeah, yeah. for it to be lucrative. But I mean, heck, I, I think I did, I ran the math when that was going on. I was uh, I was hanging out with a friend of mine and my wife, and I said I ran the numbers. I said if you were lucky enough to get in. Uh, right before this whole thing started at the, at the low, the, at the low, which was like $5 a share or something like that. And you sold it at the high, which was under 500, but like four or something hundred dollars. And you put like $10,000 in it and you sold it at the, the peak moment. And it was like $2 million you would have made yeah. in less than a year. I saw you have people like, there are people that are like set for life due to that. Uh -huh. now. Yeah. People paid off their student loans, their medical bills. And people are doing that with Bitcoin. Yeah. Right now. Um, if you were, uh, lucky enough to get into Bitcoin early on and wise enough to not get rid of it, it's like, a, it's, it's an unbelievable yeah. amount of value that it's, it's gone. And, and, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine this morning 
he's like, is it too late? And I was like, dude, it's, it's still too early. Like, even though a Bitcoin is worth, you know, 40, $50,000 right now, um, it could be worth a hundred thousand dollars in six months. It could be worth 10 bucks in six months. You don't know, but yeah. it's still relatively early. The, uh, uh, the adoption of it is still very early, but the fact that it's branching out into these other things like that technology and people are re- learning how to use that technology to, to, um, to make a decentralized source of scarcity. Like you said, what is money? Yeah. It's just well, the, that's faith- the thing that's eventually going to be the next step where, we, you know, we're not applying, okay, this, this digital thing is worth this, this many green pieces of paper. Yeah. There's eventually that got me something like, like cutting that out. No, it'd be worth X amount of Ethereum. Yeah. 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 Or whatever, whatever stuff. Wait, yeah. what, what, what's Ethereum from that? Is, is that a reference to something? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that's like. I could probably Google it and tell you, but. Uh, but, but I, you know, I, I'm sure it has some sort of, uh, like what I guess like something like is the Ethereum. Oh, is it, oh, it's a global decentralized platform. Oh, okay. So it's right. actually a thing name. I thought you were asking what the name, I thought uh, you were just, I thought you just were using like a fictional, like, like, no, a, like oh, a no, Ethereum, name for money. Ethereum is there's more than, like you said, Dogecoin before there, there's more than one type of cryptocurrency yeah. and, and the technology underneath them is slightly different. The protocols are different. And, mm-hmm. and the reason why Ethereum is associated with this is because it supports a protocol that allows for digital properties to be associated with the tokens. Yeah. So that's why it's not associated with Bitcoin because Bitcoin doesn't allow that. And thank goodness because the price of doing business with Ethereum has gone up because of this so much, the, the cost, whereas you can send millions of dollars of Bitcoin for like pennies, yeah, you know, which you can't do with Ethereum right now until they figure out how to tweak the code so it's not so uh, expensive. and these are the things that make people's eyes glaze over trying to explain all that stuff yeah uh but what i'm coming from it the reason why i'm so excited that you didn't know anything about this is to talk to you to talk to an artist to to say like hey besides all of these things that you know of the art world guess what this door is opening up you know so it, it it brings picture your artwork and what you you do imagine if you were to create like digital playing cards and your idea of a tabletop game to uh, around the world that you've created in your artwork, and you could actually make that happen without ever having to worry about a physical product. Oh my God. You don't have to wait for a company to, to, to believe in you, to give you the money to get started. You could do it yourself and you can, ma- you can create these cards that exist that are scarce. So someone can have like the, um, this thing that exists in the world of fern that is a, a creature that, there's only one of, and that has certain abilities and you can assign the abilities to this card and blah, 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 blah. You can see, I can see your brain spinning right yeah, now spinning. as I'm saying these things. I think it's a wonderful opportunity for a lot of artists to, to, to really start taking it to whatever level they, their imagination allows them to. Also, uh, listeners at home, if you do not understand what Joe just said, listen to episode 70. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All the, but, but, uh, but I think that there's a beauty in the, the, when people start to get a grasp of what could be done. Yeah. It's going to change the way, uh, the way we consume all sorts of art and tell stories and connect with people. Um, while 
creating a value for for the artists where they're getting their fair share finally. Wow. I'm, I'm thinking of punk rock bands, like releasing scarce versions of songs um, and, and being able to like make a living and, and get royalties that have been robbed from them. Oh, yeah. For, you know, robbed from musicians for years. Um, I, there's, there's the yeah. sky's the limit if they can figure out the 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 gas prices basically yeah that that cost of doing business if they can once that gets into uh, a realistic and less environmentally uh impactful <laughs> let's uh, hope <laughs> yeah once they figure that out i think you know it'll be such a wonderful thing and, and and the fact that it kind of gained its popularity at this time in the world's history it's almost like a reaction to 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 uh this pandemic where now we've figured out like this new way of of bringing yeah. entertainment that doesn't involve people going to an art show. They can do it on their computer and get the same kind of or a whole new kind of experience. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, there the the it, just I'm gonna finish up with this. I mean, the nifty thing is all over the VR world as well. So you have VR art spaces that people create, and there's VR there's nifty real estate where you buy property in a virtual world that exists on the blockchain. That's it's actually crazy. That's been a thing for, it's not been blockchain, but that's been a thing for a while too. Uh, like second life. You ever right. Heard right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's kind of so like that, but now it's completely, it's, it's, it's it, you it, can resell it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way to copy it. Right. My God. So you can buy a plot of land on this digital planet and then you can turn around and sell it in a couple of years. You'd be like, you know what? I want to move to a different place and someone will buy your house. Mm-hmm. Like, you see where this is going? Yeah, it's and, and very matrixy. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, like literally imagining, like, you know, 200 years in the future where somebody, like, they have their virtual land and they decide, you know what? I'm going to have my entire brain digitized and I'm going to upload it to my, uh-huh. my 200 virtual acre nifty real estate. Yeah. My Animal Crossing type of yeah. life. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The, it, 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 they're, the, the, the ideas start pouring when you start thinking about the capability and the, the and the possibility. Uh, yeah. So thank you. That's, for, that's you, my, yeah. that's my nifty show. Thank you for teaching me and all the lovely listeners at home on the magic of. Thank you for teaching me <laughs> and all the lovely listeners at home about the magic of nifties. Yeah. Check it out. Look into it. It's it's I like it that it's this early in it too that people can learn about it. They don't have to even if they don't want to be involved in it. They can learn about it so that they're not taken aback and feel like they missed the boat. Yeah, because I think there is this uh, um what's the word? There's something intimidating about Bitcoin at this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is so new. It's magical. That, it's magical yeah. internet money. Yeah, yeah. And that you know it doesn't help Bitcoin's cause is the uh, the community around it. Like when you go to like Reddit, oh, yeah, the subreddit no. on Bitcoin, you're like, oh, these people are psychotic. Yeah. And, 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 and downright, there's some like, there's some grossness oh, attached to yeah. it. And, 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 and I think that maybe exists also in the video game world as to, too. there's a lot of what, Joe, what are you talking about? Yeah. There's a lot of like maybe sex. There's a lot of isms. What? There's no. a lot of Joe. amplified anonymous, um, people left to their worst devices type of what? mentalities. When? <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said a bad thing in the video game community ever, Joe. I can't believe you would. 
slander sir <laughs> it makes but but like when you look at some of these these the cryptocurrency community and same thing with the people who did the whole GameStop thing like that whole wall street bets community oh, yeah. it's like a million little donald trump clones and you're like oh god do i want to be really associated with these types of people that are like winning is everything or but it's not all like that it yeah. just looks that way because when you look at it you're like they're all talking their weird language and they're all yeah they, they all it's all meme based and everyone is just yeah yeah the, it, 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 the it, meme it, lingo if you can get past that and and find the actual like the benefit that might apply to your own sensibilities and not look at like what the surface might represent itself to be at this moment because mm -hmm. it's all early adopters and they yeah. they're they're like true believers and there there's a lot of weird weirdness and it scares people off yeah but i i think it, don't wait till it's too late you know Look into it. See if it's something that makes sense to you. Because I, I do think the future sees your brass ring today. Well, I think the future, the, the future of of content should and could be decentralized in this way. Yeah, and and, and really, it takes a lot of power out of yeah out of a single person or a single entity, and it and it really gives it to the creators. Yeah, it levels the playing field with the uh, soft beef. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, I'm curious that these people are associating themselves with these, um, with these, like a nifty gateway, which kind of is almost like a hybrid. They're almost functioning in a traditional sense, you know, as opposed to some, some of these other property, other gateways that are completely anyone can, can participate and, yeah. and upload their stuff or tokenize their stuff. Mm. Very cool. Definitely, Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. All right. All right. So make sure you check out episode 70 with Vic Hart. Yes. Who can be found at uh, vichart.com, V-I-K-H-A-R-T.com, yep. and Instagram.com slash vic.art, V-I-K dot A-R-T. Yes. There you go. And yeah, a lot of this conversation will make even more sense after you listen to that. Just... Just yeah. make it through the first 40 minutes where we talk about like the current events in our lives. Yeah. If you wanted to share about the art, yeah, just kind of go to like, go to like about minute 40. You'll, yeah. You'll be good. You'll be yeah. Good. Yeah. If you want to talk about art before that, we, we still talk about art. A little bit, yeah. but we also, if you want to hear about me talking about uh, Uber yeah. uh, and working Uber, go to about <laughs> minute 20. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you. Right. Thanks again. Yeah, man. Thank Bye. you. get going don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't already and also you can check out more at jwnpod.com or follow me on instagram at joe latex that's at j-o-e-l the number eight x have a great day peace